Well, uh, the first uh, major section of Romans uh, is going through a major transition at this point. The first major section of Romans is chapters 1 through 11. And we're, it's the theological section of the letter, and we're kind of coming to, uh, to uh, um, the apex, really, of the section. Uh, and there's a kind of a crescendo or a culmination here at the end of chapter 8. And chapter 9 transitions into another uh, set of thoughts from St. Paul as he reflects upon the relationship between uh, the Jewish people or Judaism in general, and uh, Christianity, the gospel, uh, the message that he came to preach, the religion he came to establish. And uh, the, the te- text in our, for our gospel reading is also directly relevant to this, and I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but uh, you know, it's, it's there very clear in the lectionary. Jesus says in regards to Jerusalem, 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 how I would have gathered you together as a hen gathers her her brood under her wings, but you were unwilling. Behold, your house is left to you desolate, and you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now, what Jesus just said there in the Gospel is precisely what St. Paul is going to be teaching us in Romans chapters 9 through uh, 11. And that is that... Uh, at least for the meantime, the Lord has, in a certain sense, abandoned the Jewish people, and he's focusing on the Gentiles and converting the Gentiles. And so the house, uh, as it were, of Judaism is left abandoned. But Jesus gives hope at the end. He says, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord is a citation from Psalm 118, I believe. Uh, and it's, it's re- largely regarded as a messianic psalm in Christ's uh, day. And uh, so what he is saying is that um, when the Jewish people recognize Jesus as the Messiah, it's then that he will come. You will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And this is precisely what St. Paul will be teaching us in Romans 9, 10, 11. So, Stay tuned. This is what's coming up. I'm going to be speaking about this tomorrow at St. Mary's, uh, or at least beginning to speak about it. But meanwhile, though, we have uh, chapter 8, the end of chapter 8, very uh, uh, hopeful passage. What can separate us from the love of Christ? And we see in the Gospel, um, you know, he says, Jesus would have saved the Jewish people, but you were unwilling and so we see that really the only thing that can thwart, so to speak, so to speak, thwart the the, the purpose of Christ is uh, our free will. And so nothing can separate us from the love of God. Apart from our own free choice to turn away from the Lord, nothing can stand in between us and and God's salvific purpose for our life. Absolutely nothing. Not hell, nor no demon, no angel, nothing, nothing created, no created power can separate us from God. And that should give us great hope and great consolation as we encounter all the different trials in our lives. We can say, huh, you know, this troublesome mother-in-law is nothing compared to the devil himself. 
although sometimes you might doubt that, but if in the big picture, you know, you can see this is, this is really nothing compared to, uh, you know, all the powers of hell. And yet, if the powers of hell can't separate us from the love of God, then neither can this various, whatever trial it is that I'm going through. And so this should give us a great hope and, and a great, uh, source of comfort for us. And, um, this is where St. Paul kind of leaves us. And as he then begins to transition into, uh, revelatory teaching about God's big picture plan for the Jewish people. So stay tuned. <laughs>